What's up, everybody? Nate Sarantino here, back with another episode of the Guided Spirits Podcast. And today, I have my friend Joey Ferris with me. Joey, say hello. Hey, everyone. So, um, I met Joey a while back in the Pelham School System, the town that I'm from in New Hampshire. And he is one of my uh, friends who's into fitness, health, being a conscious being, and he is currently working with his dad at a motorcycle dealer, and he is um, 20 years old, and that's uh, the belt I got for an intro. Anything you want to add that you do? Yeah, so I actually uh, I, I do work with my dad. We sell motorcycles. We are licensed dealers. It's just me, my dad, and one other kid. His name's Johnny. He's 25. But uh, yeah, we work a lot. I have a podcast, which we just recorded an episode for, Off Campus Podcast. That's on uh, that's on YouTube mainly. Uh, it's on Spotify and Apple Podcasts as well, but YouTube's mainly where I do it. Mm, yes, it is. And it was a great podcast. You definitely should go check it out. It's uh, the Off Campus Podcast, and it's on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. And unfortunately, we don't have video on uh, this one right now, but for his, he does have video. So it's uh, it's great to see my face and his face, and he has a lot of great content on there that you should go check out. So um, today we're going to be talking about consciousness, purpose, self-worth. What does it mean to be a valuable person to society and how can you build your value in society? Um, I want to start this topic off with, uh, have you uh, heard the idea of like men create their own value in society? And like you have to like you you innately you're gonna have less value and you have to like find like purpose and like you have to give like humanity some value or society like you have to do something like you're right now you're selling motorcycles for me I uh, I was going to school for neuroscience I've decided just recently as in like today that I'm not gonna be going back this semester it doesn't work for uh, financial reasons and uh, that's all I have to say about it. With that being said, what do you think about, like, purpose and, like, developing self-worth and value? So do you—I can go on a little tangent about value. Sure. But do you want me to talk about self-worth or, or value more? I mean, I think they really go hand in hand. So, like, okay. you okay. a valuable person is, like— they may not see themselves as like a high self like worth yeah. like still, but I guess let's see what's what do you have to say about value? So this might be a little um, um, I don't know, but basically I think there's a big difference between where women find their value and where men find their value. I would agree, and I think men mostly find their value in the same realm that society finds their value true so in the things that they do the value they bring to other people more than just who they are where i think women find their value and people find and men in particular find value in women more in who they are than what necessarily they what they do and, and what they bring um to like better society because women do i mean Women are mothers, and that's that's huge. That's a that's a big thing for society. That's that's a lot of value. And men, they just 
they're kind of born without any worth, and they have to build that worth. Women, on the other hand, they they are valuable. Like everyone knows that. That's why you don't see that many homeless women because they they usually can find something to do to to get along. Whereas men, some men are just so hopeless and. They are too too doomsday. They they focus too much and they think the world's going too low that they just don't they aren't productive and they don't bring much value to the world at all. Whereas women, I think women have a lot of a lot more innate value. I know humans have innate value. Like all of them do, but I think women's in society are valued a little higher or a lot higher than men's usually are. And I think I've said it before. Men do find their worth and their value in the hard things that they do and the the accomplishments that they make, whether it's in the gym, whether it's in, in a business or, or really anything, taking care of other people, even in sports. That's where a lot of men find their worth. And I think I don't know exactly what it is for women where they find their worth, but I'm sure a lot of that is similar. I think a lot of women actually find their worth in being a mother and raising children cuz that's not easy. That's that's probably more difficult than running a business. Oh, honestly. without a doubt. I uh I'm I'm like for that matter of the fact, I'm really grateful for my mom cuz like I know I was a really tough kid and uh it was like always really hard for her to deal with me and um I was never I was never easy. Like not a single thing with me would be easy and to this day it's still not easy and nothing in my life ever will be easy because everything has to be the hard way. It makes life a lot more exciting when you lead with the truth, yeah. but the truth becomes a lot it, the truth will bring upon hardships in innately, I believe at least. And the truth of the matter is I think women's value is a lot higher than men innately as you said. Yeah. And I think there's something we agree upon a lot is uh that woman in the fact that they can they are like the childbearing like creature that they are like in every single like animal not just humans like the woman or the females are like always like the ones that are like they hold like more cards than the men like the mm-hmm. men can bring stuff to the table but if the woman is like no like it's gone like, that's why, yeah. like, they say, like, happy wife, happy life. Like, the <laughs> idea of, like, you got to, like, treat your treat your girl right or whatever it may be. Like, you really have to make sure that, like, you're bringing her value because, like, the value she has is, like, herself. Like, they – the fact that women are a lot more emotionally intelligent creatures and they have a lot more love – inside of them and like i mean this in like an innate way like men are naturally like more violent creatures like we are it takes a long time to like control yourself and for me personally i was as a kid i used to be very aggressive and like i remember i got in i got suspended the first day of first grade for fighting and like (laughs) it was just like constantly like arguing and like fighting and like if you touched my stuff, like, you were smoked. Like, I was going to punch you. Like, don't don't look at me the wrong way. Like, this, that, and the other thing. And, like, when you finally start to learn how to control yourself in life and uh, 
and you start start to create value and uh for men like that self-control and then like you start going to the gym and then maybe you like you start having a consistent income or a consistent job or you you're creating value in some way and it could be in a podcast for instance it could be going to the gym and like teaching other people how to be fit or teaching health there's a lot of ways men can create value and uh but that idea that women have that innate self-value and I or innate value in the way that they are like men are always going to be like horny or like they're going to have like a sex drive and so are women but women normally hold the cards when it comes to that. Mm. It's not normally the guy who turns down the woman. It's normally the woman who turns down the guy as far as I've seen. So that's like, for me, I've always been a little different. I've always been very particular about the people I choose to be with. And I figured that out after I was with a couple girls. And I was like, wow, this isn't like, this isn't right. Like the dynamic needs to be changed. And you figure out in life like what you're worth and then you start that's where I, I kind of want to turn this conversation into self-worth and like what is like self-worth to you yeah let me uh well, real quick i think it's important to mention that yeah biologically with men having a higher sex drive and women women in all in almost every species especially humans are very picky with their mates that's kind of i think why men really find their value in where society finds their value because if society doesn't if even if you find yourself valuable if society doesn't find you valuable you're not going to be able to reproduce where women on the other hand they generally are able to just choose the top tier of men and i mean that's it and and same i think um drawing it to self-worth i think self-worth is it can be different for everyone i find personally I find my worth in God, and um, just—I uh, mean, I'm—I'm a—I'm a fallen person. We all are. I'm definitely far from perfect. I work hard on myself, and I think that's also where I find a lot of my worth. Is um, I feel accomplished when I go to the gym and and work hard and really just give it my all. Not even just with that, but with the, with my podcast and pretty much everything I do. I play. I play volleyball, like I play backyard volleyball Wednesdays and, and Sunday nights, and even that, like, it's just, it's really, that's where I find my worth, and I think people find their self-worth mainly in, well, in my case, I find it in God, but I think a close second is relationships, like people, people find their self-worth in relationships. I noticed it when, um, with my last girlfriend, we, we dated for a year, and I just I felt amazing then. I felt really confident just kind of knowing that like I was I was someone's person, right? True. And just knowing that someone thought someone thought I was worth something, right? right? So that's that's where I think that's where a lot of people find their self-worth is in relationships because if someone else finds you valuable and and generally people think they're undeserving if if you have someone that really finds you valuable and you know that that and and you care about them too that's where a lot of people's self-worth comes from um why do you think people are undeserving of self-worth or undeserving um, of like worthiness well i i don't think i meant it 
like that. I think a lot of people think they're unworthy. But at the same time, since we're all fallen and we're all sinners, I was gonna ask it, it just comes back to God. I, I mean, we're all unworthy because we're all sinners and we've all I was fallen in, short. I was literally going to ask you the question, um, do you be, like, I guess I was going to say, like, do you believe that we were all born sinners? And, like, we were, like, or, like, I guess, I don't know, like, the uh, it goes back to, like, Jesus dying on the cross. Like, you, like I don't think there's a single person on this world. I, uh, Me, personally, people argue this. I don't think Jesus was a perfect person. I think he made a lot of mistakes, and I think he, mm. I think he, I think he did the best that he possibly could. And the fact that he was like he did the best he could every single second of every single day is why people saw him as being perfect. Because when you actually put the effort in and you actually try in every area of your life, I think that's what's gonna separate you from the crowd. Because most people they let things slide. They they say, ah, oh, it doesn't matter, but it really does. And um, it's like, for me, it's like that living embodiment of like uh, Christ consciousness. Like, what would what would Jesus do? Like, what what would if he if he was in if he was in the twenty first century? What would he be doing? Like, how would he be living his life? Like, how how would you live if you like walked in this time and you were trying to do like what would be thought to be righteous? Mm -hmm. Like now, that's like. I mean, it's it's a really hard question to answer. Like, it really is. And oh, yeah. I mean, I think, well, I do disagree with you. I think if uh, if Jesus didn't live a perfect life, then he wouldn't have been God. But I see. Yeah, I guess I guess that's what uh, a lot of people say. That's like the idea of like the Catholic belief, right? Like that Jesus is well, God. Well, I mean, that's not just Catholic. I think most Christians believe that Jesus was lived a perfect life and that's crazy. died because he was undeserving. If he didn't live a... If he didn't live a, a perfect life, he couldn't have saved us because he wasn't. He couldn't pay for our sins. Yeah, I guess that's true. But um, what were you saying about um self worth, and like I was trying to lead allude to the oh, idea yeah, like, that uh yeah like what would Jesus do? I mean, in, in the twenty first century, century, it's it is tough because I mean the Bible was made a long time ago, right? And and there's still a lot a lot of um a lot of knowledge in the Bible. I read my Bible. Um, I don't do it like crazy, but I I know pretty much every story in the Bible by now since I I was lucky enough to grow up in the church. And yeah, it is a lot of stuff is tough to tie back into the Bible, and that's why that's why I think a lot of Christians are very split on certain things. Like um, you mentioned before, Neuralink. Yep. It's like, what does the Bible say about Neuralink? It doesn't say anything. Well, so what are we supposed to? Uh, see, I mean, I, it, it doesn't say anything directly, and for a, that's for a lot of things. Um, so people have arguments about about that, and it is difficult sometimes. But that's why that I think that's why God gives us freedom to judge situations, and that's why He gives us knowledge judge, judge to make our own decisions. Because generally, I think we know what the right decision is. I agree. I think that's that. There's always gonna be uh. There's always gonna be two voices in your head, and it just goes back to the uh, light side, dark side thing. Um, yeah. Everyone has a light side. Everyone has a dark side. The light is like the positives and the love, knowledge, positivity, the great things in your life. Dark sides like your, uh, I don't know, whatever it may be. Everyone has their dark. Like no one. I I can't say for what other people are. Mine is like violence and anger and aggression and like. 
it's like it's not like fear and guilt it's like taking over and being too powerful like it's like i don't want to i don't want to be that person who like who takes things from people i don't want to be like too aggressive like i like to be loving i don't want to be like that like I, like inside of me is like an animal and I'm the only one who can tame this animal mm-hmm. and like no one everyone always like tried to like tell me what to do as a kid and I would disobey authority just for the sake of obeying it because I was like fuck you I can do whatever I want like no one can tell me what to do yeah. I'm an autonomous human like and I thought this when I was like four five six <laughs> like I just I, and if you ask my parents they'd say the same thing it was crazy like they they brought me to a therapist because I, I every time they'd say no I did I did whatever they said the opposite to and they thought I was deaf and um they would like have me go there like they would have this guy like talk to me and be like yo like what's wrong with my kid like he just won't listen to me and then I just like sweet talk to therapist and be like yeah like everything's cool like I just like didn't want to do that he's like all right yeah your kid's fine go home same issue and they'd yeah. be like what the fuck and I'd just be like yeah sorry like this is life like you can't do anything I'm a little kid I can't get in trouble I was always so conscious about what I could and couldn't get in trouble for. Mm-hmm. So, like, the idea of, like, taking over and, like, being in control, like, and now it's, like, I need to have, like, boundaries and I need to, like, see how the world works and see what society accepts and what they don't accept. And, like, you have to help people. And that's, like, the idea of, like, self-worth through helping people. And, like, you go back to, like, what would Jesus do? Like, if he was walking right now, he'd probably be trying to help people. And the way to help people is to teach people how to use their mind, in my mind. Like, you, like, you want to you wanna show people that, like, to be human, I think the best part about it is we have a higher consciousness, right? No other mm-hmm. animal on the planet can think like humans, especially, this is why it's so special, and we're going to go back into Neuralink soon. Like, mm-hmm. The idea of like thinking into the future and what can you do, how far into the future can you actually think into? Like, like if I mean, you talk about time travel, like what, what is like being a visionary? What is like seeing the future? Like what does that actually mean? What do you think? Hmm. Um, I don't know where I heard this, but people who live in a third world country aren't worried about climate change because all they're worried about is living till next week. I agree. So I think being a visionary and being able to see even, I wouldn't say weeks in the future, but even like months in the future. What about years? That's a long time. What about millennia? Thinking that long in the future is is a privilege to us i think so i think like, like people like i said like people in third world countries they're not worried about about climate change they can't they can't think about how in what world their kids are going to grow up in they don't have that luxury but i think in 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 america and in i mean most of the world at this point since we don't have to worry about you know dying all the time and, and surviving and running out of food and shelter that we have the luxury and the privilege to really look into long-term vision. And, you know, if, if you told a person, I don't know, if you told a person in a third world country to tell you what their lives are going to look like in five years, like, do you think they'd even have an answer? Probably not. They'd probably say they'd be doing the same thing. Yeah, maybe. I don't I know. I mean, if if they're alive, 
Like, if they even think they're going to be alive by then. I think they I – mean, I, I hope a lot of them do think they would be. Yeah. It's really tough for me to say this because I don't have that perspective. And, like, I, I really – like, so, like, I try – I don't know. It's really hard for me to, like, even add because when it comes down to it, like, that life is so different from mine. It's like, no, you know what it means to be, like, in a survival versus a creative, like, mindset, like, or, like, I guess embody it. Like, excuse me, if you're, like, in survival, you're always focused on, like, when's my next meal? Mm -hmm. Like, and that's what a lot of people, like, I think that's, like, one of the leading causes of this obesity epidemic is people never leave that survival survival they always are thinking like i need to like eat and store food so i don't run out of food like they like they're they're stuck in that like survival like oh but they kind of they a lot of people forget that like they they split water and food up into the same thing and not like separate and they like oh like i need water first and then food not not food and then water Mm mm-hmm Go like go try going three days without water and three days without food and uh, I guarantee by the end of the first day without water if you weren't eating or drinking or drinking anything you're gonna want water before food. Oh yeah, it's just how it goes. Yeah, people will if you stop eating and drinking at the same time you're gonna die of um, dehydration before you die of starvation. And now ready. Now, how about this one? Go, go, try to go thirty seconds without air, and then see yeah. how bad you actually need air. Yeah, literally. So this is like I made a podcast a while ago on what your needs are, and people don't like to hear what their needs are, but they, these are them. It's air, water, food, and then shelter is like a loose one. You don't even need shelter. Not yeah, the, not it, necessarily. Literally, <laughs> that's the worst part. Like, yeah. and it, it's like once you're alive, you're alive, and that's what your needs are to stay alive. But to get into creative, you need shelter. Yeah. That's that that's the bridge. And that's why every animal needs like their shelter. And like you can't be sure with like a fish or a bear or a lion or a tiger or whatever animal it is, what's their thinking when they're in what they're thinking. Because like I mean, for me, I can't read people's minds. But like, I don't <laughs> know, some people probably can. And like just the idea of like you don't know what this fish is thinking, like, but anyone when they're in their shelter this is like the idea of like what are people thinking about how are they trying to create value in society like how are you trying to like bring people up and like helps it's like when the what the idea of like what you put in is what you get out and like self-worth that like is where like i like start to build like that idea of like how much can i add to society and I want to start. Um, what do you think about Neuralink first? Yeah, that's my first. I mean, question. I'm not a, I'm not a fan of it, and I don't really know if it's because I'm religious or not. I just, I don't know. I think the moment you start messing with people's bodies, it's generally a bad idea. And I mean, we just talked about it for an hour. We gotta watch out with what we put in our bodies. Without a doubt. And do you think you can take it out after you put it in? I don't know, but to me, well, for Neuralink. Yeah. Do you think? You, I don't think it matters. Do you think once it's in, it's like it's like game over for you? It probably is. I agree. Probably, but Spoiler. but even if you can take it out, I still, I just don't. I I still wouldn't change my mind on it. I don't I don't think it's a good idea at all. I don't really I, I agree think, with I vaccinations think, either. I think it's I think it's worse than that. With vaccinations? Yeah, it's neurolink's worse. 
Yeah, I actually, uh, if you don't mind, real quick, uh, and we'll go back to Norlink. Hate to do this on your podcast, but no I, I literally heard something today where it's it's, it's so true. This is this is the truth. It's just crazy that the government was able to um, mandate like vaccines, but uh, to to quote unquote save people's lives. But it, they don't mandate um, and and restrict fast food and other things that people do. They don't they don't restrict cigarettes. Nope. Why are people allowed to buy cigarettes, but you have to get a vaccine? Because cancer is a money maker. Exactly. Just wait till the vaping act, but uh, isn't that isn't that crazy? Hits. Like they they claim they're here to save your life, but why why do you have to uh, why do you have to get vaccinated? Like why would you have to get vaccinated? Why do they care about that if they don't care if you eat your life away and and die of a heart attack at at fifty years old? Because for some reason, oh, but you got to get your shots. Affect other people. You got to get your shots because COVID's gonna kill you. They hit you with that herd immunity bullshit. Oh, yeah, COVID's gonna kill you. you but it, I was in if a you don't get your vaccine class. It was so bad. But you should keep eating McDonald's every day. You should keep eating McDonald's. But but you have to get your vaccine or you're going to die. It's true. And, um, okay, sorry. No, not at all, dude. Not I just at heard that all. today and I was like, wow, that, that is true. It is. It's, uh, uh, it's honestly terrible because uh, society is like, I mean, I, I was talking about this with my friend Jayus the other day. Um, the Roman Empire took around like, like 300 years to fall, right? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. you know, the United States was made in 1776. 300. It's like, you know, we're coming up on it. We're yeah. coming up on like it. Roman, yeah, yeah R- Roman Empire was the most powerful uh, civilization that ever really, like, stood. It was, like, it was pretty good. Out of all of them, like, and they, they had something really smart that they did. It was called, a. Uh, it was called sending people into the Coliseum. <laughs> get, make this make this man, make this woman get chased by a lion. Let's see what they do. Let's give them, like, I mean, yeah, what would, what would you do if you had a lion chasing you? You'd, I'd run. Yeah, but what if, like, what if you this, like, what if this lion was just, like, it, this had, you had no chance. Like, you just knew, like, you'd run for, like, what, like, five minutes until it ran you down? I mean, probably not even. <laughs> but, right? yeah. So, like. Exactly. But what if, what about all the people watching that? Why do you think like it was really entertaining, and it struck it like almost struck fear into the people too? Like they didn't want to break the rules, but sometimes it was purely for entertainment. How about like the chariot race, chariots, and like the fighting and stuff like that? Like you have the people with their like the things like the they'd go and they'd go in like the horse and carriage and they'd like go at each other with like a spear. I think that it actually has to do with the fact that people are too comfortable. And I think a lot of people, what they what they say they want in life is to be comfortable. And I don't know if this was Carl Jung. I th- I'm pretty sure it was. But he said if people started, if you gave people a warm bath to sit in all the time and endless cakes to eat and... I just heard they, this, by the way. They never had to do anything. You know about this? I just heard it. Like, yeah. I think th- this week or last week. Yeah. And and you gave some, if you gave a group of people everything they wanted to be comfortable, the after not very long, they would go and punch someone in the face or, or rip something apart or, or break something just 
just to see something interesting happen. Right. And I, I think that's that kind of that's actually like such a good example the the Roman Empire with the Colosseum and um, stuff like that. Like that's what happens when people do, get too comfortable and they're living such comfortable, boring lives. They want to see people die, just just for entertainment. Right. Yeah. Yo, now, what about this? When you have to control a bunch of people, and you you need you you're running you're running things in the background, and like you have too many people who are like trying to figure out what's actually going on, but like you need them to stay peaceful and to like do their thing. So like you you throw like this at them. Well, like, what do you think about like sports and like the idea of like the, all these like different things that we build around sports, like national sports, like. You, this is like they call it like the Roman circus. It's like the idea that it's all like a distraction from what's actually going on, and that's what I feel. Uh, this whole thing with uh, Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk, their fight. Oh yeah. I thought the entire time when I saw it, I said this is a distraction from something else. Like I don't know what it is, but it's a distraction. And then the whole thing about aliens, extraterrestrials, that whole thing—that's been a distraction, and. What do you know? A whole bombshell has happened with the Bi- Biden family just like yesterday. Like it, I was at the gym at the workout club watching the news while I was doing like my my like pre my post run, and I this was like I just read the headline. And it was like Biden bombshell, and it's just like some like I don't I didn't actually watch it because I was like I'm doing my thing. I don't care about the news while I'm at the gym, mm-hmm. but like. That's all I had to see to know, like, some stuff's going down. And the, the whole time, they're like, they're, like, the government's trying to throw out all these, like, alien things. And, like, I've known, like, UFOs have been around forever. Like, it's, like, it's, yeah. like the whole alien thing, it's, like, it's definitely, like, out. Like, there's so many, like, different videos you can watch. Like, we literally have, un, like, un, unearthed or, like, found, like, UFOs with, like, dead pilots in it, and even live pilots, for that matter, the fact, and it's, like, terrifying, but, like, actually really cool, because, once again, like, most of these beings come in peace, just like most humans do, but, you know, for every, uh, for every species, you're always gonna have some that are, like, stupid, um, the stupid ones normally are the ones who are really violent, and those are the ones who create, like, disorder in, amongst society, and they, they're the ones who break things down, and, Sometimes you have to, like, break things down to build new things. And uh, Mac Miller has a quote, like, the only way... <sighs> what was it? It was, like, the only way to f- change the system is to burn it to the ground. And uh, this is, like... It, like, hit me really hard, like, thinking, like, how does society run in today's world? Like, how do people find worth? How do people s- find purpose? And what can you do to make people aware of what's going on in today's world you're uh you understand a lot or you are you have a passion for like the let's say like oh, what's the best way to put it self-improvement you're, uh, well yes but i was gonna move it towards we talked a bit about uh pharmaceuticals the other oh, day right, right. and um how like they're like over prescription is a thing people being diagnosed over diagnostic is a thing and then 
you like all these people like we talked there and with the beginning of this podcast we talked about like men and i said they're like innately violent and men are of high energy and we have all these like kids that nowadays more and more get diagnosed with adhd and just when was it i think it was like just yesterday i uh i watched this video and it said um the kids who are diagnosed with adhd don't actually have adhd and it's actually that they're uh all the shit that like their parents are stressing out about and putting onto them like your parents come home with all these stressors from work or from life or whatever it may be and that that's put onto the children they're like what the vicinity like the idea of the people you surround yourself with is who you become and like if you're growing up with parents who are always stressing you out like that's what you're gonna end up being and like what can you do if you're re if you're really stressed out what do you normally do you like go for a walk you have to pace around you have to do something well if your parents are always stressed out and they're always telling they're always talking about their problems and you just keep this is all you hear growing up you might be at school and you're like you literally this are innately stressed because of the stress that your parents go through and that goes into your body and so it, one it will take it longer to for you to develop both physically and mentally, but the toll it takes on your mental health and that idea of being diagnosed with ADHD because you can't sit still, but you're, it's in reality, it's like trauma passed down through generations. And I think something that you could add to is like, what is this like? What is that like? How is growing up for you? Like, did it... Uh, I was very fortunate growing up. I never really had any issues with mental problems. I had my my physical issues. I was always, I was like always the kid who just randomly got hives. Like just, I don't know, just weird stuff like that. But uh, I think with the with the ADHD thing, it's there's either two possibilities that I see right now where, like you mentioned, where parents are stressing their kids out and like everyone has ADHD which then that needs to be addressed past the point of just medication. Right. It's either that or no one has ADHD and they're just being diagnosed with it. Right. Like, falsely. I don't I don't get it. So it's it's either one of those and both both possibilities just need to be fixed not with Drugs. medication, not with Adderall. It needs yeah. to be fixed with something else. You know, it, it needs to be it needs know, to be fixed Adderall by the is, source. Uh, Adderall is like the mirror molecule of a uh, of methamphetamine yeah, yeah yeah it's like literally like if like you put if you put meth in a mirror and then you looked at the reflection it would be adderall yep so uh yeah so i mean i was put on adderall when i was like third grade so uh yeah and i quit i uh actually i think i started off on ritalin in like second grade i remember I couldn't I couldn't sit on a carpet while we were in reading time i had to stand up like i just couldn't sit down it just didn't work for me like stop trying to make me sit yeah and um, I they finally I put put on Ritalin like fourth or Adderall like fourth grade and now I'm like, I think I got off like sophomore year. I abused it a lot during uh high school. Um, I just take way more than I was prescribed, and it helped me get physics homework done and all this other stuff. Do tests, take a, do whatever. But that's like that's what happens. Like you, a lot of people are prescribed just different drugs and then they end up abusing them and yeah that bring, oh yeah it brings you whole into the whole opioid situation then that's like a whole another tangent but we're gonna stay on like the adderall thing um continue what you were saying 
about ADHD. Yeah, I think, well, I had a friend uh, growing up in elementary school, and I'm still kind of friends with him, but they, uh, he, was, he was diagnosed with ADHD pretty young, uh, definitely in elementary school, but he was taking, I don't, I don't know if it was exactly Adderall, but it was either that or something very similar. And he was a bigger kid, uh, like taller kid, so they gave him a lot. And I just remember he would never eat, never eat. And I would ask him, and he just he's like, I'm not hungry. I'm not if, when I have my medication, I just don't get hungry. And and then I think actually with it, it's kind of weird that kids are being prescribed medicine that older kids use and abuse to focus and to like get shit done, you know? Mm-hmm. And and to stay up, like you think that's a good idea for littler kids to take? No. And and kids all. kids minds are like so malleable, not even just with their surroundings, but what they ingest, what they eat, all the medication that they're taking. So when they're taking Adderall, likely when they're off the Adderall, their quote unquote ADHD is going to be way worse than how it was before they started taking anything, and and. Another thing, like, I don't know. I've never been met an eight year, eight to twelve year old boy who isn't full of energy all the time and doesn't like. I've never met an eight to twelve year old boy who wants to sit in a classroom all day and and listen to a teacher talk. There's no kid that likes that. We're just we're humans are biologically just built against that. We don't like doing that. We like to do stuff. Yeah. So like, and so, telling a kid that there's something wrong with them because they don't like sitting in a in a chair all day listening to a teacher and, and just writing down notes on their piece of paper, and then and then prescribing them medicine to fix that, I don't see any. I I, I don't see much that you can do that's worse for them than that. What do you suppose we do to fix it? Uh well, just about everything. Just educate what? people. Education is key. Knowledge is power. Education, I think it's really important for us to, since we have the uh, privilege of looking in the future and and looking at the lives that our kids will have, it's really important to educate like our age kids because we are still, you know, it's hard to educate parents now because they already have their kids. They already have their beliefs. They've already raise their kids on certain ideas so bad it is but there's also hope because true kids our age i mean we're gonna be the ones having kids soon right true we're also very open-minded i realize exactly yeah i mean the whole like transgender thing and that like i mean the idea of like people being able to choose their identity i mean you ask like even like millennials about that they're like they question it they're like wait what and, like, people our age are, like, a lot of them are a lot more open to it. I mean, just last night I hung out with a friend who went from a male to a female, and she is really cool. We're still friends. I actually became closer with her after her transition, which is funny because I never thought I would be friends with someone like her. But when it comes down to it, it's actually the fact that someone knows themselves and the more you become yourself and like you you if you believe something about yourself you're gonna believe it like no matter who tells you what like 
when you believe something, you believe it. Like, if I told you God's not real, you'd say bullshit. Mm, yeah. Right? And that's, like, the idea if someone said, I'm a girl, and they're a guy, and they're this, like, not bullshit. Like, they, they believe, and, like, that's, like, I think it's crazy. Like, the self-belief, that's how powerful belief actually is, is when it gets down to it in that way. And, like you have to find out like how how do we deal with things like that as psychologists how do we diagnose people like i've heard uh jordan peterson talk about like where um at least in canada because that's where he's from um people are uh these psychiatrists are like kind of pushing people down that trench and the road and they're not oh, yeah. just like they're not just saying all right that's an option but it's like no this is the way now 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 that you said it it is the way like but i think it's great to question your identity i think you have to i think it's a part of development of the self and when we get back to self-reflection is key you're never going to be able to figure out who you are like from your sexuality to your identity the like why you do the thing you things you do like your purpose the way you make your choices it all is a part of self-reflection and if you can't reflect what what are you really doing how are you growing cuz growth happens through reflection it like it happens in the moment but the true like the knowledge that you gain the lessons that really stick with you that happens through the reflection of the event so uh yeah i, I see what you mean uh i'm i'm sure you I, have I do some disagree to say with because of your beliefs yeah i mean i don't I have no judgment on anyone who's transgender or who's struggling with their identity. But, um, I mean, I believe that everyone was created in God's image. and Same here. The way that you're created is the way God intended for you. And I think evolution happens through life. Uh, I, yeah, I agree. But uh, I think there's, there's truths to, well, there's truth to everything. And just because you believe something doesn't, mean it's true it doesn't mean it's true and i I do i i get where this whole transgender thing comes from i think a lot of it is a social contagion which a lot of it definitely is and i'm not and i'm not discrediting people who genuinely struggle with their identity their identity yeah because i know it's it's true it's happened forever people have always without a doubt you know like gay people used to be like castrized in society like you, you could not openly have a gay relationship. Like yeah, like, but that's changed, I mean, right? It, Isn't it crazy? Like it is, but then it, it's it is a social contagion to a point. I mean, everything everything's like, going to become a social contagion if the more the more things get accepted, the more it becomes a social contagion. And I think that's happened a lot with the transgender thing. And and like you said, the doctors in Canada. Instead of trying to help the patient through it, they're just like, okay, you feel this way? Cool, we'll cut off your organs, your healthy organs. Right. It's like and that's just not— put, They put them too far that's down. That's not the way to go. And and they're they're starting it too young because, come on, think about it. Like, when I was a kid, like, I have, I have an older sister. She would just put me in dresses, put makeup on me. Right. At the time, like, I didn't— I didn't think I was a girl, and I, I didn't really want to be a girl. No. But— like nowadays, if if that happened, like I feel like if I had, well, luckily I have good parents, but a lot of parents would push their kid to tra- transition. Not, literally, and this uh, this girl I hung out with last night, um, her name's Haley. Hi, Haley, if you listen to this, and um, 
her parents actually like she she came out probably like like and be end of sophomore year right and um she uh her parents like didn't believe it like she came out to her mom and her mom was like not my not my son like someone else's son can but not mine yeah like it can't be mine and like that's like when I was poisoned with bleach at the restaurant. That's like it was like that idea like this couldn't happen to me. Like people don't do this. Like I, it happens to other people, but it doesn't happen to me. Like no one, no one has any reason to like dislike me enough to want to put bleach in one of my drinks. Mm-hmm. And then I realized like this shit happens. Like people are bad. Like some people like don't give a fuck. Some people don't think of the consequences of their actions. That dude didn't realize, like, if I had died, like, he would have, like, gone to jail forever. Like, he would have, it would like, it would have been, like, that bad. Like, there was a lot of people who saw it happen. Like, yeah. the room was full of people, and, like, everyone covered for him because he was the head chef. And, like, I'm not even going to say his name for the sake of this podcast. I don't need that on it. But, like, the point is, like, those things happen in life. And, like, I really, like... I just like I forgive him, but like those things, like anything, it's not it's not real until it happens, and then like it happens, you're like no way that just happened to you. It's like when you get in a car accident, car accidents are crazy. Like you like you you're like you're driving in one moment, and the next moment like someone pulls out in front of you, and then you're like your car's totaled, and you're like fuck that. Like this is not real. Like. And it all happens so fast, and like it's like how do you how do you think under pressure? How like do you crack or do you like you you like calm, cool, and collected? And like you have to be aware of like what you go through is like it's a part of your journey, and it's important. And like I don't know, I just like always tried to figure out. Like last night when I asked Haley, um, I said one of the last things I said is like, do you have any regrets transitioning? Like, what did your family say? Like, what did other people say? Like. I asked you like the hardest questions because like I was I'm curious like yeah like I, I, I you're, mean you're like that though right and and us. she she was like yeah like it was really bad at first like really bad like people were not like cool and then it's like as things got better like it started like as time went on time is the ultimate prescription by the way like if you want a prescription to heal something I'll tell you what it is it's time. And, like, that's it. Like, nothing else. I mean, you you lose your sanity off a psychedelic. That time will give you your sanity back. It's how long can you wait for your sanity? Like, what can you do? How can you make it through? Because the pain, pain, you can make it through any pain. Sanity is one of those things that, like, when you lose it, you lose it. And it's it's a long battle to get it back. Mm-hmm. And like you just have to, you have to find your heart, and that's why they say like home is where the heart is. Like if you if you are if you are a soul out in the universe and you're looking for your body, you'd have to look for your heart. You'd be like, oh, that's my heart. Like, and I go I go back to my body. That's like that's what it's like. And you find who you are, and you like learn your identity and what like it's like. I think that's like people. Uh, Little baby has a song and he's like, I be judging people by the mind and heart. And like that really, it really hits because like being conscious and like going back to humans, having a higher consciousness, being aware, being able to see the bigger picture and then stepping back and being like, whoa, like look at all these things I have in front of me now. Like, but how do they connect? What do you think? 
I'm just saying. I'm just talking. What do you mean the mind, like the mind and the body? I mean, yeah, like the mind and from the mind and body aspect. Yeah, let's go down it. I love that route. Hmm. I'll give you a hint. Negative. I think it's I think, consciousness. Consciousness. I agree. Um, well, it's. I think it's pretty obvious to everyone that we're not just bodies, and th- there's a reason that we don't fully understand our brains yet. And and personally, um. I believe we have a soul. I believe we have a soul that is independent of our... Well, it's, it's different from our mind and our body, but it's not independent because they all go hand in hand. I think our body's just important as our soul, and our soul is... That's why I think it's important for us to take care of our bodies because that's given to us by God. And same with our souls. Sure. Souls are need to be cared for, taken care of. Same with our minds, what we uh, what we think. And... and Part of our mind health has to do with our physical health too, like what we put, like um, with brain fog. People, they start eating healthier, their brain fog goes away, and that's that's healing your mind through your body. And I think that's that's all really important. The soul, um, the soul cannot be healed through physical things uh, directly, but even like going to the gym and working out and getting in shape that sense of accomplishment that can really like cleanse your soul and True. I, I think the best way is is by finding a relationship with god but obviously not everyone does that so i, I think hobbies as well hobbies are soul cleansing finding yeah. something that you're good at that you enjoy everyone has at least one thing that they're good at and they enjoy how important is belief in someone's life to you like whether I mean not only just God but belief in general, whether it be believing in yourself or believing something mm. bigger than yourself. So first, I'll tackle uh, like belief in God. I think belief in God is like just super important um, because it really lifts a burden off of you. Um, first, it it really just shows that life is meaningful, and there's actually some well some meaning to life. So you don't. You're not just living in a world and and floating around, and you're not just an insignificant atom that's a molecule in the whole space time. Can continuum. I add something small to it? Sure. I think the meaning of life is to learn how to love and to live by the truth and discover your truth. So continue. Yeah. Well, what do you mean by like your truth? Because your truth. I think that's well, your highly truth misguided. is your identity, whoever you are deep down in your heart. Yeah. Your balls, your ovaries, yeah. your mind—it's the connection of everything. If you connect the tip of your brain, well, to do you like think that's that's like bottom, your truth, or do you think that's just truth? I, I mean, think that's just I think truth. it's a—I think your truth is a part of the truth. I, but yeah. I think everyone's individual truth is their individual identity. Yeah, because I think uh, I think the quote your well, the the phrase your truth is kind of misused oh, nowadays a, a lot. But I know what you mean. Yeah, it's. I see uh, that. There, there's truths about yourself, you're saying. That is your truth. But but it's true. It is true. Literally. I tell you. I am. I'm, I am who I am. Yeah, I am who I am. I'm, Mac Miller has a song named that. It's really yeah. good. I, I don't know the song, but. It's all good. Uh, and I think, so belief in God is really important. It gives you meaning. And honestly, um, if I'm wrong about God and there's no God and when I die, it's just done. What do I lose? Spoiler alert, there's I definitely a God. 
I can prove it. Oh, there's got to be a god. There's a creation. There has to be a creator. Right? There's yeah. A, there's a creator. I know what you mean. Um, but even, even if I'm wrong, right? Arbitrary names. Let's say I'm right, and I, I believe in God, and I die, and I go to heaven because I believe in God, and God is my savior. And what's the downside of me being wrong about God? And Okay, I missed out on a, on a life of sin and and using people, and I live my life striving to be a better person and bringing value to others and loving other people. That doesn't seem like a quite a loss. Even if I'm wrong, I don't lose anything. So I think belief in God is big, and there has to be genuine belief, so it's not just like faking it and and acting like a Christian. Like You, you really do need to believe because, well, first off, it is true. There is God. Um, but also, you have... There's n- literally no downside. It, it, there's literally no downside. And I think belief in yourself is important too. Um, like when I started the podcast, uh, it's it's not big. It's not like I'm, I'm famous or anything, but... Um, not yet. I, I struggled. Yeah, not yet. You're going to be famous. I but I struggled really hard um, when I first started the podcast because I hated listening to my voice and I just... I'm not the best speaker. I take a lot of pauses, and I just lose my train of thought pretty easily. So I just didn't know if I could do it. But I think after hearing a lot of encouraging words, I learned to start believing in myself. And and generally, like, people just aren't going to believe in themselves with things they do if you're inexperienced. So what you have to do is just jump in. Once you get some experience, you're going to – and you see some progress, like in the gym, like – I weighed 117 when I first started working out and, and within three months shot up to 140 because I ate a lot and worked out. And and I I was basically just bone, so I had a lot to a lot of room to improve. But once even once I started gaining five pounds, when I when I gained five pounds, I'm like, damn, I think I can actually do this. So the key to self-belief and, and believing in yourself is really to just start and and keep going until you see a little bit of progress. And then even that little bit of progress can kind of trick your mind and, and or not even trick because it's tr- it's true that that potential is there you'll see the potential that you have in doing what you can as long as you put your your best effort into it and um follow god's judgment and if he does if he wants you to do it and you work hard at it it'll work it'll that's work. why i uh, i'm a firm believer in the saying uh what's meant for you will come to you through hard work and persistency so yeah. like you put in the effort and your it's persistent effort, then it will come true. And the things that are not meant to come true will not. And in my life, the things that I've realized that are like not meant for me are like the things that like seem seemingly like keep like going by me. Like I I feel like I'm passing them. Like no when you're on the highway and you look out your window and it's like you are everything out your window goes by instantaneously, mm-hmm. but in the car it's all this like still. And looking in front of you, it doesn't seem like anything's going fast either. It's yeah. only when you look out to the left and right. Well, that's how I feel, like, even about, like, school already. Like, in the matter of these last two hours, I'm already over not going back to college. Yeah, good. Dude, good. like, I, I, like, I'm like, yeah, like, I'm going to just focus on my speaking career. Like, this is what I want to do. Like, I already know, like, this is it. Like, shoot the shit, talk, this, ask someone. Like, oh, yeah. But when you started talking about, like, God, my, like, 
my belief in myself like went up and I was like, yo, like I actually like can, I really can find this way to get paid to speak my mind. Like I don't need to go back to college. Like if like I, I was only going to college to like help people, but at, at the end of the day, like I don't need to have a degree and like be a licensed professional counselor to, to help, help people. people. Yeah. And, like, the idea, like, I can help teach people whatever I want to teach them without having that. Like, all you have to do is give me a chance. And, like, just, like, you have to give yourself a chance. Like, just give it a chance. Like, a chance is all it takes. Like, one chance, and it may change your life forever. And, like, you you took a chance on making the podcast. And look at you now. Like, you're... Dude, I listen to your podcast. (laughs) It's fantastic. Thanks, man. Dude, like... All his equipment, everyone, is, like, top-notch. Like, the quality of this podcast is way better. And let me know in, like, the comments or Spotify has, like, the, like, also, like, a comment section now, I guess. Just, like, let me know if you notice a difference in the quality because I'm going to be getting a mic. I'm still recording The audio should be much better. I've been recording my podcast on my iPhone 8 for the last, like, 60. I think this is going to be episode 65. You're getting up there. You're getting right? up there. So, like, it's it's coming along, and I just, like, I'm going to be, I'm, I'm about to invest into my podcast. Out of all the things in my life, like, it's time to, like, I just love speaking and talking and shooting the shit. Like, I just, it's, like, knowledge is power. I'm going to, I'm going to die one day. I might as well die doing what I love. Like, if you, there's no way you don't, like, leave this earth at some point or another. Like, whatever happens after death is up to your imagination. That's the beauty of belief and imagination. You believe in whatever you imagine, and if you can't do what you imagine, and what is imagination to you? So, like, if you imagine something to be after death, well, that's probably what's going to happen to you. I, just, I believe if you believe in a bad place, you're probably going to a bad place. If you believe in a good place, you probably go to a good place. And you believe what you deserve. So... If you think you deserve something, you're probably going to get it. And I think it's that simple. So, like, yeah, I do a lot of good. I believe I get to go to heaven because I did good. Oh, look at me now. I'm in heaven. Like, Yeah, I think there's a little bit of truth to that. But, uh, dude, I think at it's, least with the bl- biblical heaven, I, I think mean, people th- what's, what's important life. to notice is to, to really notice that no one's perfect and you are not perfect. Therefore, you need to put your faith in someone who is. And that's God. And I mean, that's the only way to heaven. The, the path is slim and narrow. And True. few will make it into the kingdom of heaven. Well, what do you, what do you think about, like, Yeshua and, like, it, the idea that he is the bridge to God? So, like, if you, uh, like, for you, you obviously already believe in God, but a lot of people don't believe in God. How do you, how do you get people who don't believe in a God to believe in a God? <sighs> a lot of people see, like, faith as just a bunch of rules and they see this boring and I do see where they come from because even though I've believed it my whole life, I still, I didn't follow all the rules. Bro, there's like 10 rules. How hard is it not to kill someone? But it's also, well, the, the whole like idea between the, behind the 10 commandments is no one actually really, uh, no one can live out all of them fully. Uh, because while Jesus says like, it says, do not kill, but who, any man who ha- who holds anger against his brother has already committed that sin. But the whole point, like, I think the, the way to pe- get people to believe in God is 
I think a lot of people, at least uh, in our age, is to not attack it from an emotional point of view and really just do it logically because there's a lot of historical evidence that Jesus was real and and that he raised from the dead, which, come on, if that doesn't, if that doesn't signify a god, I don't know what would. Yeah. So I think logically is is really important, and and like just showing what like God did for you and for other people is really important. That kid Alex Eubank that I told you about, he's a firm believer in God. And, and oh, I know who he is now. Now that you said yeah. it, this like, it has clicked. He's a dude with long hair. Yeah. Yep. But he he shares his faith with all the time, and people. Uh, I read his comments on YouTube, and people, I mean, people. He brings people to God just from sharing his story. I think that's super important. And just showing, like, what a good life you can have while you're doing it. That's how I feel being adopted from Russia, bro. Are you were adopted from Russia? Yeah, I, I never told hell? you that. Yeah. Um, Nova Kuznik, Russia. Um, it's a shame I don't have a, any video on this yet. I will soon. That's what I mean. I'm telling y'all, I'm going to be investing into this podcast more. It's like, I, I like that. I love it, I like too. That. I love it too much to not. So... The uh, the idea of um, being adopted, um, it's out in Siberia. So you know where Mongolia is? Nah, you not know, really. You know where China is, right? <laughs> yeah. So you know China. Mongolia is, excuse me, north of China on like, excuse me, on like the like top edge, right? Yeah. And then next comes like Russia and you're in Siberia. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. You're like, I'm like up there. Okay. So like, I'm out pretty far out in the middle of nowhere that's where i was born like southern then, russia yeah southern it's like a hundred it's like a hundred miles north of like the border of like kazakhstan and mongolia I think. okay it goes like this and like these countries like that and then russia's like really okay. big <laughs> yeah and i'm like there's like the ural mountains that separate the like europe side and asian side yeah so these are like the mountains i'm like over here okay this is like so it's like it's out there, and uh, people. I, I like. I don't even know what to view my like ethnicity or race as because I've never done a genetic test. I won't. I heard BlackRock just bought Twenty Three and Me, or like. Oh really? Yeah. I don't know if you know who BlackRock no is. Oh yeah, I know. I, so of course like, I know yeah. BlackRock. <laughs> right. So like, <laughs> you see, like, isn't it crazy how like BlackRock owns people's like genome now <laughs> yeah that's crazy Dude. i've always wanted to do one of those too but now i don't i'm glad you didn't because uh i i really wanted to too and i i said fuck it i'm i'm 25 syrian and that's, that's all. all i know really i'm french canadian my mom's side but it's pretty much all i know so you gotta know bro what you know is that you got you got a life and you're you like you're making the most out of it and like you can tell so like thanks yeah, I'm. I'm really trying. So yeah. a lot. There's a lot. I'm. Uh, I've been really like passionate about the fitness, whole fitness thing recently. I have a. U- I've been uh, recording some of my workouts and putting them on a YouTube channel. Just my name, if you guys want, Joe Ferris. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's say that one more time for them a little more clear. It's Joe Ferris, J O E F A R R I S. Uh, it's on YouTube. I've just been putting my workouts up, and I I really enjoy that and. Um, like you said, I think, I think the way to like really fix the problems going on, not just with ADHD and, but everything like the, the mental health crisis and the destruction of God in society is really just to share it. I mean, share your story, share other people's stories. Um, 
and it all, again, I'm, this, this ties back to everything, but that we talked about, but value, like you don't, you don't need to be a valuable person to someone by having a psych, psychology degree and becoming a psychologist. You can just do this. And as long as enough people listen, like think, I think Joe Rogan has for, like for one person, he, ha- he must have the most, the most, some of the most influence I think in the United had, States. Like, one of the very first podcasts that like blew up. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, like, but, that but him as a person, he has so much influence over the United States and he's just a guy. Like you don't need, you don't need to be a big shot. You just need to be real and people will enjoy it. And as long as you're talking about something that's important, that's what matters. And as long as you're encouraging people to make the right decisions and, and showing what tricks the uh, matrix is trying to play on them, then hey, that's what's important, right? Yeah, dude, it's crazy. I like, really like, I don't know, you, what you just said just gave me some visions, just like stuff to see. Like, Good. I mean, it's crazy that like everything in life happens for a reason. I like, you know that idea like that like God speaks through people? Yeah. That's how I felt like there. Like it felt like I felt yeah. like I felt like God was telling me something, not like Joey. Good. Uh, that's what I I mean like that's like that's that's the goal. I I don't want Right? And dude God should speak. I would be glad if God spoke through right? me. Right? And I think you just did, bro. That's the best part. Yeah. It's crazy how like it's crazy how like every little thing happens for a reason and just let me say that one more time. Every little thing happens for a reason and just me being in the same room as Joey right now, us being able to record a podcast together two for his two of them and then <laughs> mine. Yeah, like two podcasts. Like we've this is we've been here for almost like two and a half hours now. Yeah. And it really is like I feel so grateful for like this opportunity and like he showed me what my podcast can become now and like this like you have to do things to learn and experience is the ultimate teacher and that's what like I I went to university I I went to Vermont and I learned something very very important there and what I learned is uh I can do anything and I mean anything like, I, I said I was going to get into University of Vermont. I didn't apply to another school, and I got in there, and I got a scholarship. Nice. And now I'm not going to go back. Yeah. <laughs> know why? Because, like, dude, when it comes You're down to it. You're on for better it, things. Yeah, literally. Like, I, I'm I'm better than UVM. And, like, UVM's in a wish they, like, hadn't done this to me in, in the end. Because I, I said it a long time ago. Like, they're going to regret not giving me a full ride. Like, they're not going to – they're going to regret – not like this telling me like we need you here and Mm -hmm. i said that a long time ago like they want me i don't want to go there and yeah they wanted me but not enough so yeah i think everything's gonna work out for a reason i'm really glad i uh i decided to do this with me too Uh, an important visionary like we talked about visionaries just a little bit earlier but i think uh people in the christian realm don't really like the manifestation type talk and i think uh a good way to look at and think about manifestation is really like it's just visionary like if you the most successful people in the world they had a vision about where their life would be and if you have a vision of where you you want your life to be 
or just a certain aspect of your life, at the very least, it'll encourage you to make those the decisions to get to that point. You know what I mean? Without so if you want a successful business and you you picture yourself owning a successful business five years from now, it's your brain is just subconsciously going to encourage you to make the decisions that are going to help you get there. And the same thing applies with your podcast. It applies with, with everything, with your physique, with with lifting, literally everything. So, Dude, you just, like, don't <laughs> understand. Like, I'm just, like, so happy. Like, I, I just, like, see, like, so much more happening because I decided not to go to school. And yeah. I don't know why I just, like, I feel like I have to keep reiterating it because I think there's, like, I don't think. I know there's a lot of college kids that listen to this. I was posting it on my university's uh, Snapchat, and... I, like, kept, like, trying to share it with them. And, like, I got a lot of, like, people who were, like, yo, the fuck are you, like, sharing this for? Like, yeah. we don't care. And I was, like, yeah, but, like, one or two of you might. And yeah, that's all exactly. it takes. And, exactly. yeah, and lo and behold, one person says, yeah, I actually really like his podcast. Like, stop shitting on him. And, like, I'm, like, God, thank you. I didn't actually say that. I should have. Yeah. Stupid of me. But whatever. Moving on, I understand that, like, all it takes is one person in a crowd, but you don't know who that one person is. So you see one person who's, like, very valuable, and you're like, oh, I choose them. And, like, they, they, they like, look out, and they're like, I want to help you, or you want to help them. And then, like, you find people around the world, you make connections with people. Like, every person's valuable, and we talked about value earlier, but, like, everyone brings... A certain amount to the table and how much they bring to the table depends on what they're saying what they're doing and most importantly it's what they're saying that hasn't already been said yeah because if they're saying something new you better want to listen because like new ideas make or break societies make or break like i mean you heard you heard it here first. I don't think I've ever heard anyone say that. I haven't yet. New ideas make or break societies. Have you ever heard anyone say that? Uh, not that I can recall. See? It's crazy. It is. And, uh, yeah, this this conversation has helped me a lot, too. It's, it's, pretty, it's pretty cool. Like, even if you didn't say a word, even just me talking and explaining things that I don't even... I'm not even 100% sure about. It clears up my views. It, it, it brings does. brings new ones up. and That's the goal of the podcast is exactly. to clear people's views up. Exactly. Whatever, and like, but also my I, own. I, I asked you just... some hard questions. Yeah. Like, I, like, the, I knew like that was going to be hard for you to answer. Like I know, I know like I have an idea of what you believe in. I don't know what you believe in, but actually I do at the top but <laughs> yeah. like i don't know like what spreads down from the top yeah and but the tops in the end it's like you know where you want to go so like we're there but it's not even just that it's even more like it, it's not even just you asking me a question me like explaining what i think it's like i'm discovering what i really think about this while i'm answering it that's and how that's, that's the beauty works. of speech oh my god so true it's the beauty of writing it's just 
of everything. Dude, communication is the most important skill for any human being to possess. And communication makes or breaks all relationships. And uh, the girl I've been talking to lately, uh, that's like something I said to her. And uh, she like, I don't know, like the fir- one of the first things she says to me is like, I'm like a really trustworthy person. And like, it made me a little uneasy at first. But I, I, I think it's just because like, I've always had like trust issues with people. And, like, that's, like, something that's always, like, deep down in me. It's, like, I don't know. I think it's just, like, it's systemic from the adoption to me and my parents and me always lying to them. And then, like, when you lie to someone, like, what you put in is what you get out. So they weren't always telling me the truth back. And, like, my relationship with my adopted parents wasn't always the best either. And now, like, things have been, like, everything evolves and grows. Yeah. And you just have to, like, that idea of leading with the truth. Like, who do you trust? And then last but not least is, like, who do you love and who do you believe in? Like, that was, like, and most importantly, what are you actually grateful for? Like, mm-hmm. you grateful for your life? Are you grateful that you have air to breathe? Grateful for the water? That... Yeah, there's, there's just always something to be grateful for. And like I said, even, like, people in third world countries, they don't get to, they don't have the privilege of thinking even a month from today they're just thinking about dude what am i gonna eat in a couple hours like i need to go hunt and we're uh we're pretty privileged we just don't see it you know yeah dude you're telling me we have plenty to be thankful for I'm even, really even if you, you don't say this because huh? i'm really glad you say this oh yeah. it helps me yeah well <laughs> the cure to anxiety and depression is uh, gratefulness being grateful for things and really wow. being thankful that's insightful yeah I heard that from someone else so I'm not going to claim that but yeah the uh, the cure for anxiety and depression is thankfulness if you just like I mean it makes sense is there a difference between being thankful and being grateful uh no I don't think at it's core no at it's that, core that, it's about the same I mean, I think they're just different words. Grateful and thankful. I'm trying to think of a difference. Grateful might be more... I think grateful is, like, even more impactful. I think so. I think it's, like, a higher a higher virtue. I think grateful is more geared towards stuff you don't deserve. It's maybe, I don't know, like, a, like parents taking care of you. You can be really grateful. For, I mean, you could be thankful for that, too, but... Uh, I don't know. I, know, I feel like grateful a is de- a lot deeper. No one says they're like grateful for a meal. They're thankful for a meal, but I don't they're know. not grateful. I'm, I'm grateful for it because like <laughs> when it when I when it comes well, down to it, I don't expect anyone to to feed me. Yeah, like I'm I'm I, I used to say I'm lucky, and then um, this girl I met at the Cape, her mom, I worked at their uh, I worked at their business for like six years. Um, it's called Hatches Fish Market. You should check it out if you're ever in Cape Cod and Wellfleet. It's a great spot. And um, she said, you're not lucky, Scooter. You're blessed. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, I am blessed. And I, I, I try to tell myself that more now. Cause I've, like, been, uh, I've been trying to use that more, too. It's like the idea of, like, being blessed and, like, if you, like, believe in God, it helps a lot more. But, like, I think faith in this, like, feeling like there's someone out there that's actually helping you and not hurting you, that's actually bigger than yourself. And yeah, it makes you feel like, wow, maybe there's someone out there who's just like trying to 
nudge me in the right direction. Yeah, who cares about you? Me, right? Who cares about you? Yeah, th- that's actually uh, very insightful too because I, I have heard that a lot recently. Like, if you believe in a god, there's not, there's no difference. Well, if you believe in God, in the God that I believe in, there's really no difference between being lucky and being blessed. Like, being lucky is the same thing as being blessed. Like, someone, except that someone did it. Like, God, God did it. It wasn't, it wasn't just chance. There's nothing, there's no, there's no chance in this. I agree. Chance is, you know what they call chance? It's a, it's the name of a, of one of the hermetic principles or the rules that have not been recognized. Hermetic principles are a very mm. important part of life. You should uh, do some research on them. I will. I'm not going to bring them into this conversation, but they uh, they changed my life. I'm going to put them in my uh, course as well, but it's like the the one that is most important is the law of cause and effect, which is it's like the the idea of the karmic cycle. Yeah. Like whatever whatever like from their like original sin all the way up and that's why they say we're all sinners. Yeah. Well, I think everyone is pretty aware that they sin. <laughs> yeah, I but think yeah. it's true. Yeah. I think it's very true. It definitely is. Definitely. Yeah, I think that comes back to self-reflection. And uh I wanted to say one more thing. You said my god. Um you think everyone's god is the same god? The one creator is the creative of all. Yeah. The universe is the universe, and there's only one thing or one person or one being. Yeah. I mean, you knew. In. You know, I thought that, right? You, yeah, or, I figured. Yeah. I wanted to. Yeah, I'd of see, course. I wanted to. I for me, what I because I think there's truth. I don't think there's. I don't think truth changes depending on the person right? who you're talking to. I mean, there's just they may believe one thing, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's true. And I think, well, I know that God is. Real, the God of the Bible is real. They say the God of the Quran is the same one. No, I mean, why not? I know there's the similarities. I don't. I don't know everything about the Quran. What What are they? I I just know it's very similar to Christianity, but a uh, little bit more stricter rules and guidelines. They think, and a little bit less forgiving, different. or like as in like a. Less I don't know emotional. if they believe in like Jesus though. Doesn't matter. You don't have to. Yeah, it does. I mean, in Christianity, the it, well, yeah, the idea. The only thing that matters Christianity is, Jesus. is you believe in Christ. But I think what matters more is believing God. I don't care if you believe in Jesus, but well, Jesus is just a bridge. Like I said earlier, it's all like how do you how do you get to the how do you get to the top? Well, belief in God will give you a better life on earth and in heaven. But well, I wouldn't even say that. I think a belief in God. Will give you a better life on earth, but belief in Jesus Christ as being God and dying on the cross and raising and raising Himself back to life, uh, dying for your sins. Uh, that's that's yeah. how you get to heaven. Belief in that, yeah, and, and I, that's important too. Just that's that's humbling. That's humbling. I see it, knowing that you don't deserve that, and I mean, God still sent His Son for you, His perfect Son. Not yeah, I yeah. Uh... I still don't believe that Jesus was completely perfect, but I guess I'll yeah. I'll, I'll always think that. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I just I, I just have this belief inside of me that says like nobody's perfect, and if Jesus well, was therefore human, he was, he's not perfect. Well, he's one hundred percent God and one hundred percent human. Well, yeah, sure. I know what you mean. Jesus, oh, it's crazy. <laughs> I, I know it's hard to understand. It's just like you just gotta let it be. 
Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not trying to convince you, but yeah, it's all good. I know where you believe. You know what I believe. It's true. Uh, um, yo, I think uh, I think we've said what we had to say. Absolutely. And um, is there anything you'd like to shout out before we end this? Uh well, I guess my my podcast, Off Campus Podcast, and uh, Joe Ferris on YouTube, uh, both of those on YouTube, and then I would just like to say that. Um, just work hard. Find something that you enjoy that you're good at. And as long as it's not going to ruin your life, you should really pursue it. And, you know, be productive, be generous, and uh, work to better yourself and others. And and, and also uh, one thing that I think is really important that people don't realize is you don't really need to love yourself in in the way that people say that nowadays i think if you love others or you don't i don't think you need to love yourself to love others i think you can you can do a lot of love loving things for others and generally i think that's where people find love in themselves and satisfaction in themselves is their value that they bring to others so if you have a bad day actually what i try and do is if i have a bad day i try and do something nice for someone even if it's as simple as tipping someone five dollars for something that they normally don't get a tip Simplify on. Simplify it more. Compliment your shirt. Yeah, even that. Just, just. I've got see someone that smiles. that you enjoy, or, or just if you're at the mall, if you're out in public, just find something that you like about someone, and just go up and tell them that. And I guarantee you, guarantee your day is gonna be ten times better. And if it is, it may it may not be ten times better, but you will feel ten times better. So just, I don't know, be nice. Be good to people, and if you're upset, don't don't bring it out on people. Just uh, put that away, and just know that uh, well, Jesus died for you, so you have you have no excuse to be upset. Everyone's gonna struggle with it. I do too, but it's important to count your blessings and stay positive. I agree. Well, thank you, Joey. Thank yeah, you for uh, coming on the podcast. And as you said, off-campus podcast, it's uh, it's mainly on YouTube for uh, the uh, video as well, but its audio is on Apple and Spotify, and I'm sure it's on some other platforms. Yep. If you really have to look, you can. But, you know, probably living under a rock or living in something if you are on those other ones. Um, everyone, everyone encouraged Nate to get a mic for his podcast too. Yeah, you definitely should. I'm going to go in anyways because it's definitely the vibe. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, I want to end this uh, saying, like, what you put in is what you get out. And the idea of, like, if I want my podcast to become better, I got to invest a little bit into it. And the same goes for relationships. The same goes for a relationship with Jesus, Yeshua, God, Yahweh, Whatever you want to believe in, whether your God is the universe and you believe that in a spiritual sense when you speak something to the universe that comes back to you, or whether you're speaking it or praying to God, the idea is the same. You're praying, you're, you're speaking, you're, your intentions are pure. As long as you have the proper intentions at the end of the day, you're going to be doing more help than bad and what you put in is what you get out and if you're putting in negativity you can expect a lot more pain and suffering if you're putting in positivity you can expect a lot more greatness and a lot more blessings 
like Joey just said, count your blessings. Make sure you understand what you actually have to be grateful for and then be grateful for it. And gratitude is the highest vibration. It's the highest level of energy that you can possess when you're grateful for just being alive when you're grateful for just waking up in the morning that's when everything changes that's when you're like you wake up and you're like holy shit i actually just woke up again no way Mm -hmm. like and when i first quit vaping that's how it was for me for a while and lately it hasn't been and i have to get back to that because it like the energy i had in those days versus these days it's like it's crazy what being grateful for just waking up can do to you. The first thing you do, I'm telling you all, it will literally change your life tenfold. So I'm going to end it with that. Uh, thank you all for listening, and uh, be fearless, be limitless, and be unstoppable. Thank you.